Hello and welcome fellow lighting nerds and friends to The Light Files, the lighting industry's podcast. My name is Lisa Bartlett and welcome back again this week. Delighted to have y'all with me. I have um, a one little follow-up to last week's episode that I wanted to to tag on. If you'll remember last week, I did a um, whole conversation on meeting customers where they are. Um, and I was mis- mostly speaking from the perspective of a showroom owner, um, meeting my customers, whether they're retail customers, designers, builders, um, whatever they are, uh, meeting them on on their level, their needs. But then um, as I was thinking about it further after I, I heard from some of y'all after the episode, um, you know, I, I'm a customer too of many different manufacturers and vendors. Um, and so that meeting the customer where they are doesn't just apply to my customers, but to myself as a customer. So in my mind, um, to make it more specific, this would apply for having easy access to a purchase order system with manufacturer X so that I could see where my product is, when it's back ordered to, when it's going to ship, what the tracking is. That way, if I'm working with one of my customers, <laughs> oh, distribution, this is fun. <laughs> so if I'm working with one of my customers and they're requesting an updated ship date or back order date or whatever, um, it's really handy to be able to pull that information from them whenever they need it without having to get on the phone with somebody, wait on hold. Um, or like I'm on the East Coast and some manufacturers on the West Coast, they don't open until several hours after we have already been at work. And then the reverse is also true. If you're on the West Coast, the East Coast businesses have closed and you're still open for business. So if there is a way to serve the showroom customer in such a way through what I'm going to say online portal, but it doesn't have to be that way. Um, It could just be really regular communication or easy access to stock, um, sending back order updates on a daily basis, whatever it may be so that we have accurate real time information to give our customers. And again, if you think of the world that we live in, or your the the online shopping that you might do in your own life with a major retailer, you know, you pull up the app or their website and you log in, and you can get information immediately about your order without having to pick up the phone and call somebody else or do some other thing. And for us independent lighting showrooms, it's really important to mimic that experience. Um, in every way that we can, especially for retail sales. It's what makes us seem like such a great deal. I saw the great showroom. I got the great advice and buying is super easy and I can keep up with my order without having to make 25 phone calls or send a bunch of emails. So making the showroom customer chain of information, the showroom to manufacturer chain of information easy to follow, clear, easy to get information on demand. That on demand is so critical in our world. Making that information on demand is so important. And that way we can have the same service back to our customers. So I just wanted to put that out there uh, as a kind of follow-up to last week that 
we should all be thinking about who our customers are and how to meet them where they are. And if you're a manufacturer or sales rep listening to this, then the showroom is your customer and really need to think about all the little ways like this, that it makes their life so much easier. Um, And how can you provide that next level of service to make it seem like we're like all Fortune 500 companies, even if we're just little mom and pop businesses. <laughs> so that's just um, one big thought I had um, from last week. So moving on, I think we're going to go from here to talk about it's been one year. <laughs> so the first episode of the podcast, we talked about COVID fatigue, still over it. <laughs> I know we all are, but as y'all all know, um, this last weekend was the kind of official one-year anniversary of coronavirus shutdowns, lockdowns. It all varied wherever you lived, um, how restrictive it was and still does. But we're one year into that. And there is light at the end of the tunnel. I do think all of the ways that we do business are going to change into the future. I don't think it's It's kind of the same way after the Great Recession. Um, Everyone kept wanting business to go back to the way it was before the recession. I just don't think that's a thing. And I don't think we're ever going to go back to the way it was before the pandemic. Uh, We're just going to find a new normal and do our best with whatever the new normal is. Certainly, it won't be as strict as pandemic times, but I just don't think it's going to be as loose and free and everything just the way it was before. And that's fine. I think there are some good things that have come out of all this that we can all learn from and take take uh, into, into the future, into bettering our businesses and being successful. So for those of you that are uh, members of the Lighting Showroom Association, you'll know that I posed this question into the um, LSA group over the weekend, and I asked what the biggest takeaway from the pandemic year was for everybody's business. Um, Totally open-ended question. Uh, My response to that was my biggest takeaway was knowing that we could pivot and update our business practices and still be successful. And it has been challenging. And I'm not saying we've been perfect at it, but we've at least made some progress to that end. And I also think one of the best things to come out of this is the customer relationships that we have now, I feel like are much deeper, much more stable, much stronger than the ones that we had before all of this. And of course, uh, when it comes to this, I'm not necessarily speaking about retail customers, but more about... um, contractor customers, repeat customers, uh, the people we do business with on a regular basis, the relationships with those customers seem to be uh, strengthened and deepened and just much more important on both sides. Um, After this, we've been a resource for them during this whole year, and uh, they've been an important part of us, you know, still being open and being in business. And that uh, seems to be some sort of mutual respect there. And so I'm, I'm really appreciating that. And I think you could also carry that a step further into the manufacturer-showroom relationship. The showrooms that have continued to work with their manufacturer partners throughout a very trying year, I think there's a lot of mutual uh, respect and appreciation on both sides that we're able to keep going and 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 
keep moving forward, even in this really, really challenging time. Um, of course, you know, with the materials costs and construction skyrocketing right now, I do worry a bit that while we were all pretty well successful and, and did okay, at least through the pandemic, um, I do worry that the cost of goods now is just going to slow down at least new construction, maybe not renovations and remodels and the retail customer, but the, the new home construction, I, I, I fear we might be seeing a slowdown, at least until those costs of goods start to come back in line. Um, or maybe they won't. I don't know. Um, I do know housing inventory is low, uh, generally nationwide. So it's not like there's not a need for new homes, but we might have some challenges ahead with that, um, that we were as yet pretty insulated from with the pandemic. Um, so there were a few other responses um, to this question that I'd like to share. Uh, there was an important note about hiring and finding the right people for your job, whether it's a consultant or just training or anybody working in the showroom. I think we all know that finding somebody to be a lighting salesperson is a strange mix. <laughs> and oh, and if you are a member of the Lighting Showroom Association, um, we are having a Zoom call on this very topic on Wednesday, March 17th. We're going to celebrate St. Patrick's Day with a Zoom call talking about hiring. <laughs> it's going to be at 7 p.m. Eastern time. If you're not an LSA showroom member and you'd like to be and you'd like to join us, please reach out to me. I can get you all signed up and we can get you on that call. That would be tremendous. But anyway, <laughs> back to the point of this hiring challenges and retaining good employees. Of course, there's a million things that go into that, but I just would like to give a nod to the fact that it is challenging to find somebody to sell lighting and become committed to it. Uh, there is so much to learn. It is not as straightforward as you would think. I can't, I can't even tell you how stunned I was when I first started working in the showroom. I came to the store with no experience in lighting whatsoever. Uh, my background to that point in time professionally had been nonprofit association management. I ended up coming into the showroom just to help out. We had just opened our, our location that we're still in today, but because we had just opened, uh, there was there weren't tags on any fixture. <laughs> nothing was marked. Nothing was identified. And that's just the decorative part that was a challenge to learn, you know, let alone all the technical aspects of lighting and electrical that you have to know in order to be a really successful salesperson at it. You know, you can go anywhere and find somebody that says, oh, yeah, isn't that chandelier pretty? Yeah, it will look great. It's that being able to answer the next level of questions like how difficult is this to install? Um, I have, you know one fixture, I'd like to make it two. How hard is that? You know, I want to make two island pendants instead of just the one. Like, is that something that can do? I want to add a wall sconce. I want to add the bathroom vanity. I want to get rid of the soffit lights and make it something else. Knowing how to answer all of those questions and even just specifying the correct LED light bulb at the right color temperature and the right lumen output for a customer based on their needs and situation. It takes a long time to put all that knowledge and skill together. And then by the time you have, you could be frustrated. <laughs> There's a lot of frustration, not going to lie. We all know it. 
But the salesperson could be frustrated, like, oh, this is taking so long. I'm never going to reach my sales goal. I'm never going to make my commissions. And when you can become successful as a salesperson um, in a company with a good uh, bonus structure, I mean, you can make a very nice living selling light fixtures, um, which is great. I know that's my goal in my business for my employees. I want them to be able to be here forever and retire out from this business and make a very nice living along the way. but it just can take so long to get your feet under you with that. And I've certainly my, myself hired people that I thought would be a great fit for the job. And then it just turns out to be either just too technical, too much to learn, you know, just a whole skill set that they really had no interest in learning. They would like to be a salesperson, but the, the technical side of this is just so much. So it's a real challenge. Um, hiring and keeping great people in this job. And I think it is true in the past 12 months that has been even maybe a bit harder. Although that said, I made two great hires uh, during the pandemic. They're both excellent staff people. Um, One was just looking to make a switch in her career and the other had been laid off due to the pandemic. Uh, and I was able to hire her on. So there is opportunity out there for finding great staff. But yeah, it is a needle in a haystack for sure. And if anybody has any great thoughts on what has worked for them in terms of hiring for showroom staff, um, would love to hear it and share it back with the group because I know that is something that challenges all of us. Um A repeated theme and the answer to this question about what's the biggest takeaway from the pandemic year for your business, a repeated theme from myself and a few other uh, members of the LSA is to have various channels of distribution. And I know that goes without saying, we all intuitively know we can't have just one customer base and expect everything to be perfect. We for sure all learned that during the Great Recession. You can't just have builder sales and make it through hard times like that. You've got to be able to be varied in your business model. But that variety isn't just in 2021. That is, that variety isn't just having builders and having retail sales. It'd be great if it was, but it's just not that simple. So (laughs) from my perspective, it's not only builders, it's not only retail sales, it's designers, it's uh, people who do home renovations, like the um, kind of design build home renovation style, maybe not totally a designer, maybe not totally a contractor, but somewhere in between. Um, And honestly, online sales um, with most of the tools that we all have for um, having our websites, whether you do Lights America, XO Lights, whether you do your own Shopify site or just have a totally custom website, um, for the most part, most lighting showrooms in business today have a way to distribute their products um, online. And it's just my anecdotal knowledge that most online sales for most showrooms are happening in the areas that they are based. So I'm based in Savannah, Georgia, and most of the online sales, I would say 90% of the online sales that I process through pacelighting.com are in my market area already. It's not like I'm distributing all over the United States. Um, And I think that is the case for a lot of local independent lighting showrooms. Their online orders tend to be their own local customers. Um, But having that 
that channel open to make it easy for customers to shop with you, set the pandemic aside, um, but just for them to be able to shop with you when they want to, at the time they want to, that and have it easy to do so and to get expert advice via an online interaction. Um, I think that's really, really critical. I've heard from a few showrooms that they really have been going hard at the social media marketing. I touched on that uh, in a previous episode that I don't do anything other than social media and digital marketing, and I've seen a payoff on it, and I think I could even be better at it and see more of a return. And there are some people that have really just doubled down on understanding digital marketing, social media marketing, and it's really paying off for them. They're seeing that part of their business just grow and thrive tremendously. And that really helps balance out maybe a lack of feet in the door um, customers. You know, it's really just extremely important for all of us independent lighting showrooms to just make sure we're really going after those multiple channels of business um, because not one is going to handle the whole load. And so we we need to be diversifying as much as we can. And I'm sure you can extrapolate this to a lot of things. Unfortunately, for independent lighting showrooms, it is a hard truth that manufacturers also need to live by this rule and they need to diversify their distribution channels. Although I personally, as it's well documented, think it's extremely important for manufacturers to have specific programs for independent lighting showrooms and to support that distribution channel and all of its little quirks (laughs) and needs. I think that is critical. Um, uh, we would be foolish though, to think that manufacturers are only going to have one distribution channel. They're going to have to do, uh, you know, sales to the big e-commerce platforms and whatever else. Um, I don't love any of the direct to trade sales. Um, I don't think anybody does (laughs) probably e-commerce included. (laughs) So, but that's a topic for another podcast, (laughs) but the point The bigger point is that we all have to have diversified distribution channels, and it would probably be worth some time if you haven't already given a lot of thought to this over the past year to think about little ways that you can diversify your own distribution channel. I'm working on it all the time, and I think think even I have a lot of improvement to go uh, there. Let's see. The other main point I wanted to talk about is just... This kind of, well, the lack of inventory in our market, you know, what would be really helpful for all of us is if you manufacturers, if you have product not in stock, which most of you have lots of product not in stock right now through no fault of your own. It's a whole variety of causes. We all understand that. But if there's any way to share out with your customers, independent lighting showrooms, what you do actually have in stock and what you have healthy stock on, that would be extremely helpful to showrooms to make sure we're selling the product that you already have in the United States or Canada. Super, super helpful for us. Um, That's that question of um, product availability and stock has just been so big this year. Um, and I, I think it's going to be ongoing for the, you know, the foreseeable future, hopefully through the summer and then maybe things will get straightened out. But, um, but yeah, that, that's been a, a huge, uh, 
pivot for us. And I know a lot of lighting showrooms have really worked hard to sell through product that they already had in their warehouse and on display. And I commend all showrooms who are able to do that and at least keep product moving to customers. Um, it's really, really important. And I wanted to end on this one, um, this one last comment. I'm going to run a little bit long on this episode, but this was stated so well for a lighting showroom. It's so important to build a brand, to be a brand. It translates into so many things, but I tell this to my own staff when I hire them, that if you expect to meet your sales goal every month, just by sitting around waiting on people to walk in the door, it will never happen. You will never be able to get there. So you really have to reach out to customers and build your showroom's unique brand. And there, while there should be some similarities in independent lighting showrooms in terms of our branding, you know, knowledge, expertise, uh, having a great environment, great staff, great, great service. I know all of that is going to be pretty uh, similar in our industry. There is fine uh, ways to give your specific store and your team a, a little bit of personality, a personality that maybe matches with it the place that you live. And that can be so uh, welcoming to customers that they really just want to work with you. It's um, that, that brand building is, is so important. And honestly, a lot of that is also done. I sound like a broken record um, via social media and digital advertising. We need to be where the customers are in all ways. <laughs> so it's just, um, something to really be thinking about, like, what is your showroom's brand? And I'm not saying write it down like a mission statement or something. Well, you can, but <laughs> but what is your brand? What are the words that pop into your mind when you think about your showroom, your business, your, you know, manufacturers, same thing applies. Like, what is the key element of your brand that's really going to resonate with customers and really make them want to engage and do business with you? Um, it's just something I think about all the time. I think about it not just in doing my marketing efforts, but in coaching my staff. We do a weekly sales meeting, and I want to make sure I'm giving them the right language to speak with customers with, that, that we're constantly, even just if even if it's very quietly and under the radar, that we're constantly building the brand of our business and building that loyalty that comes with that. So those are my thoughts for the week. Thank you all so much for joining me. Uh, if you have any feedback, please reach out to me. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Lisa Lights Life. Um, you can direct message me, find me any, any way you can, send me an email. Uh, I'd be delighted to hear from you. And I hope everyone has a great week and I will talk to you again next week. <laughs>